And recording. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Play Pause Podcast. This is uh, December the 1st, 2020. We're in the end season now, boys and girls. Hello. You, you miss a real opportunity <laughs> of saying end game. We're in the end game Well, now. see, I don't want to. No, it's the season. It's the end season. Because it's still going. It's going to keep going. I mean, winter just started. Well, did it? Hasn't started yet. I mean, we have snow on the ground. Yeah, but is winter season actually officially started yet? Doesn't that start Uh, on the 12th? You're probably right. Or the 21st of November? Maybe it's already started. I don't know. I think it's winter, isn't it? (laughs) No, no I think it's the 21st. Hey, you can't talk yet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, If you have a guest, we have a special guest today, and it's Stephanie something Ramsma High. Ramsma High. Stephanie something Ramsma High. Ramza, uh, Ramza, so, right. I'm gonna guess your middle name is like uh, Elizabeth or something. I thought you were just gonna say wow. ah, like Stephanie. <laughs> ah, Ramza, No, it's not Elizabeth. Elaine starts with an E. I have, no, no. Well, I have no idea. Though. Almost an E. What's like, E? <laughs> Take off one stick from the E. F. Francis. Yeah. Frank. No. What is happening? I'm a girl. Francis is a middle girl. I guess name. that could be. It's a city in Italy. Florence. Yeah. Hey, look at that. Yeah. And the machine. We got there. I was way before Florence and the machine, but that's okay. Were you though? Or was she? I don't know. They're probably older than us, but. I think she's our age, Florence. I think she's actually our age. The band is not our age though. Why wouldn't they be our age? Uh, Alex, just so you know, (laughs) winter officially begins on the 21st of November of December. You're ah, right. dang. That was close. <laughs> and you said 12. I know so it's always it on the 21st of the yeah. month, right? So it's yeah, like yeah, September. Yeah. Is September 21st is the fall. Yes. June, no, May 21st. Is it May 21st or June 21st? March 21st is the beginning of spring. Is it March? Are we sure about that? <laughs> I'm, I'm literally looking at it. In front okay. Of it. March well. 21st is the beginning of the spring. Also my mother's birthday. Well, aren't you lucky? How does that make me lucky? I don't know. My mom's birthday is April 20th. That's also my fiance's birthday. Mm, Well, we knew that already, but did we? We did. Maybe you didn't. We've mentioned it every time. Maybe people just don't listen to me anymore. I see. Every time. Hi, Ram. Hi. How does it feel to be here (laughs) with us on this podcast? Feels very normal. Yeah? Actually. Yeah. 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 Florence. uh, Just like old times. Florence um, Welch. Who's the singer of Florence and the Machine? <laughs> is 34, 34 years old. So right, um, three years on us. God damn it! So she's our age, theoretically. She's not our age because we're all born in the same year. But regardless. But, Anyways, but back when, to the actual <laughs> podcast. Actually, hold on, before we actually get started, because you said regardless. Have you ever heard somebody use irregardless, and does that make you angry? Yes. Because it means the same thing. Yeah. But it's technically like I think it's in the Oxford Dictionary. You can use irregardless, but it's just. Like, it's there's no point. Yeah, you're adding an extra syllable just to sound what smarter, snootier. I think snootier ah. is the word because if it's in the Oxford Dictionary, that's pretty snooty as it is, isn't it? You're not wrong. <laughs> All right, I Alex, don't know. You Somebody can, call you, Jarg and find out. But we'll find out. Well, yeah. Um. Yeah. So, as we always do, we'll start with the Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. new episode, episode. four. Five, is it episode five? I just had it open too. Well, yeah, yeah, episode five. Um, let's start with you, Steph. As you are the guest, what did you think of the Mandalorian this week? <laughs> um, I thought it was really good. 
I think they're all good though. I'm not a I'm not as much of a diehard fan as most people out there, so I'm just entertained by the way it looks and Baby Yoda. It's not Baby Yoda anymore. Spoiler alert for those. Well, if you're going into this, you should know by now that we spoiled the episode. I, yes. So yeah, don't feel bad about spoiling something. Do you remember Baby Yoda's name? Gro- uh, yeah, Rogu I do. Grogu? 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 Yeah, Grogu. Grogu. I looked Classic it up Grogu. <laughs> Classic. And guys, for the record, him eating stuff is just because he's a growing boy and he needs his strength. How old is Grogu? Uh, he's, he's over like 50 54 years or something. Because he was... They're at the Jedi Temple when uh, Order what Order fifty three sixty six Order sixty six went down. Wow, fifty three. I don't know. <laughs> wow, that is oh man, and I thought I've ruined the it's, internet many it's times. It's from the prequel but, trilogy. Oh, it doesn't matter. The, it's the biggest arc. In, oh no way. Okay, Anyways, I didn't know either. You, but wow, this is. <laughs> Something else, guys. Oh my god, it just almost killed every Jedi in the world, but that's fine. Um. Anyways, you were saying hey, I came here for I, I'm no OG original trilogy fan. I'm all into Luke and his sister making out. Yes, you know? yes, please, more of that. Oh, <laughs> Me too, and that's why, guys. and that's why I'm not um, as in depth with all this stuff as you are, Alex. But um, I really liked this episode. I found it very entertaining. I'm kind of upset with um, how non-cool Grogu is as a name? I don't know. I thought it would well, be... Were you expecting him a good name? <sighs> I guess. This I don't Star know. Wars. This is George Lucas we're talking about. That's true. You really think cool names are coming out there? I we mean, got Hans... Jar Jar Binks, for gosh sakes. <laughs> Han Solo's a cool name. Is it? Is it Han, Han Solo? Solo? No, it's Han is Han Solo a comfortable <laughs> name? Now who feels uncomfortable? <laughs> Han Solo. <laughs> Um, no, I, I don't like that name, but it's okay. We'll get used to it. I'm sure we all just got too used to calling him baby Yoda. And now that he's not actually baby Yoda anymore, uh, still cute though. That was against the whole baby Yoda thing anyways. That's just me. What about you, Matt? What did you think? Uh, I thought it was a really good episode. I liked that. We finally got to see Ahsoka Tanu in a, uh, live action episode. I thought, um, the actress choice, Rosario Dawson, was an excellent choice. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, I read a little bit of an interview with her, or I don't know if it was an interview, but she was responding to a question anyway about how she ended up in the role. And I guess it started out as a fan request. Fans were reaching out to her. They were saying to her uh, over social media, as far as I know, um, that they thought she would make a great Ahsoka. And uh, I guess she tweeted back or like retweeted, and she was like, yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, just generally showing her enthusiasm. She's been in a few other Marvel series on the Netflix series. She she played a role there. Um, and so when the time came that uh, Dave Filoni and John Favreau were looking for someone, um, Dave Filoni mentioned he's like, hey, like I thought Rosario Dawson would be a good fit. Um, immediately, John Favreau responds with, I know her. Let's reach out. So they reach out. And I guess uh, when she was being offered the role, she was trying to play it cool, but she was actually freaking out. And she was like, this is amazing. Yes, yes, yes. Um, 
got to come down see the set ahead of time apparently the whole time they were like doing concept art for the episode as well they were doing it as if she was playing ahsoka already with the concept art like they very much knew early on that this was like the type of person they were looking for right it just happened to work out that their first choice also accepted and wanted to be a part of it so i thought that all was very cool but in general yeah episode was a lot of fun good action first time we got to see an actual jedi on the show we got to see uh, laser swords, as Mando calls them. <laughs> yes. Laser swords. <laughs> uh, lightsabers, we got to see them. I thought uh, the the like, the like clear white-looking lightsabers were weird. I also haven't finished Clone Wars, so I can't say. I haven't made it very far to begin <laughs> so with. So there's Clone a lot Wars, to so unpack much here. About that, so so yeah. much to unpack Alex, there. go for it. Oh, my lord. Oh, I will say, as a continuation of last week's episode, I did watch the Clone Wars movie between then and now. So I have seen a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack there. Anyways. But yeah, it was a good episode. It was good. They didn't screw me over like I thought they were going to with just showing her at the end or something stupid. Um, which is great. We actually saw her for pretty much the whole episode for the most part. So that's pretty good. Uh, obviously, as a an Ahsoka fan, from watching the whole Clone Wars from start to finish, there's you know small issues here and there. But otherwise, this is perf- was almost perfect. Uh, so we'll see where it goes from here. There's already huge rumblings of giving her own series. But obviously, we're all going to see. They're waiting to see how Obi-Wan does first. Even though Obi-Wan's going to be a one-off series, they said. So we'll see. Um, I mean, one-off series depends how well it does, obviously. But uh, for a lot of things they did with Ahsoka, they did it pretty well. Like, for her to bring her in. Uh, a lot of people are complaining the length of her... Um, forgot the words how they call them there's a word i can't pronounce it's like the next or something anyways it's her tales basically like her or her tales, head tales. whatever they call uh yeah they're a little short from what you see at the end of rebels but that's because i mean they've explained it and said that they couldn't really make them longer to make her be able to do it in real life it oh, was a cartoon yeah. and it could easily have done it but it's an adaptation of an animated character yeah. they're gonna have to make some changes yeah a I'm little bit here and there yeah, like also, i don't care how much older but... is she supposed to be here than when you last well saw that's her the thing the right series. so the way there's a lot of confusion on what's happening right now because the whole uh situation went at the very end when she's like where is thrawn thrawn sorry not thrawn where is thrawn <laughs> kind of leads on to was it the end of rebels and or some people are thinking it's like right before the series finale of Rebels. I won't fin- uh, spoil the way series how Rebels ends. I haven't finished it, but I know how it ends because I know a lot of things now. Um, but uh, yeah, so it could be very. It depends on when Mandalorian's taking place because it's so all over the place. The where this could be. Um, so she is obviously an older version from the Clone Wars version, but when you get into the Rebels, she's a lot older too as well because Clone Wars is at the end of uh, between season episode two and three for the most part. And then uh, Rebels takes place between three and four and then a little bit down the line as well. But it ends generally right between four, right before four. So uh, the white lights, lightsaber thing is was probably the most classic Ahsoka thing you could get. So that's why, other than her headpiece, obviously. Well, it's not a headpiece, it's part of her. It's actually part of her body. It looks very fleshy. Yes, it's part of her <laughs> body. But the lightsabers, so a lot of people are like, oh, how did she get the white lightsabers? So the idea is, like, in one of the books, it explains that she uh, she killed some, like, Inquisitors slash Slith Lords. 
and uh, now their crystals are already like uh, destroyed by the dark side. So she rebuilt them, but they can't go back to other colors. So they just are naturally white. So when you reforce them to natural, so that's why they're white. And I thought that was pretty cool. Um, a lot of people seem to be having a lot of issues how lightsaber is stopped by uh, Basker metal. Basker, Basker, Basker metal. I can't, I can't remember. I think Beskar? Beskar. Something like yes. that. Anyways, the idea is that the Beskar metal is like so heavily done. Like it's layers upon layers on long players. That's why Mandalorians are the only ones who can do it. So that's why it can It's not fight that back. surprising that. Exactly. That he could fight it off with his own. I'm sure he could still get his head cut off. See, the whole thing is like, oh, why then uh, Django Fett's. Um, Head get cut off in episode two, right? They don't have it on their necks, though, do they? They might. But here's the thing. If you watch the Clone Wars, you do hear that uh, that uh, Jango Fett is called. He's not called a Mandalorian. He's like, because he gets brought up. Well, I was fighting a, a Mandalorian on this planet in Jango Fett. And then the one guy goes, Jango Fett is not a Mandalorian. We do not. He's just a common bounty thunder. We do not know how he got that suit. So that leaves a lot to go forward with. Which is interesting. If they use it. If you go to the Wikipedia, it says Jango Fett was a renowned Mandalorian bounty hunter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but see, in the Clone Wars, I can find the scene. But uh, yeah, so it's the. But again, again, the guy who does say it does turn out to be a bad person. So who knows? Can you really trust something, Matt, that's called a Wikipedia? (laughs) yes um Django Fett yeah it says he went on to lead um through uh lead through much of the Mandalorian Civil War as Mandalore um after being imprisoned by Jedi Fett was responsible for destroying the Death Watch a Mandalorian group who killed Fett's mentor Jester Muriel and then it was following that conflict he became a bounty hunter Huh. So perhaps they call are saying he's not a Mandalorian because he left the code. He left the way of the Mandalore. Yeah, because yeah. he wouldn't engage in so much violence. No Mandalore would engage in so much violence. So, but they're not really sure how you. He got they got the suit anyways. Anyways, so anyways, we'll see how that goes. We'll see how where that goes if they bring back Boba Fett or if that was just a a cameo for that time being. Doesn't look like they're going back to Tatooine anytime soon. Um, because now they're going to Tychrone, Tyron, Tyron. I can't remember <laughs> I can't what, kind of what planet they're going to, which is also a big thing. There's a lot of things they've opened up here. This is why it's such a big thing that Ahsoka was there, because they've opened up with the with the idea of Thrawn being around still, mm. which is a huge thing. Because if you know anything about Thrawn, the idea that it's it explained to me is that he basically runs the Empire after Palpatine and Vader dis- die. Well, disappear for one, one dies. Um, so, and he like these, and he was a huge character in the old school legend books um, that are no longer canon. Once Disney took over, they got rid of that canon. Yeah, but he is back in the canon now with their own books that they they've written out that came out three years ago, which I just started reading. So, uh, we'll see how that goes. So that'll be fun. And Thrawn is a very will be very interesting because that, and then it also leads open to. Who, what Jada is, what she talking about that are alive? Because when she says that, because 
<laughs> the character in Rebels <laughs> could be that Jedi that he's talking about. But in the end of Rebels, that Jedi is stuck with Thrawn and they disappear. Spoiled. I spoiled it anyways. I went there. Way to go. And you should watch it because you should see how it goes because I don't know how it gets there either. But uh, yeah, so it's there. who else could be there? A lot of talk it, that Windu's still alive. Windu. Mace Windu from... Uh, oh, yeah. Show. I actually remember that guy. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, who else do they think? Is, they just talked about them. Uh, Luke Skywalker is obviously still alive at that point. Um, so is Leia. Ooh, so who should play Luke? Uh, a lot of people are thinking uh, they've done fan art for Sebastian Stan. I don't know who that um, is. Lucky uh, Bucky Barnes. Yeah, he plays uh, Winter Soldier in uh, Captain America. The oh, Rangers. Yeah. okay, okay, okay. The pictures look pretty good for him, for him to play nice. a young Luke. That'd be cool. Um, so they could do that. Or there could be other things because like, we don't know who, everyone who did survive. Right, there's so chances that some could have been hidden for years, right? So you never know. Or she could be talking about the forest life. So right, right. She could, she might be able to do that because in Clone Wars, you learn how a little bit how he Yoda learns how to do that, yeah. and then how he can talk to Qui Gon at some point. Well, sh- uh, sugar, is it Friday yet? <laughs> so I and it was pretty crazy one. that this episode was directed by Dave Filoni because he created basically created. The whole, he didn't create it, but he directed pretty much most of Clone Wars, which and Ahsoka is his baby, basically. Mm. So it was great that he got to direct that episode and write it with John Favreau and uh, do what he needed to do with that. So yeah, it was a pretty great episode, I'd say. It's not, it might be the best one, mostly because yeah. I'm a big fan of lightsabers. So, um, so I just spent <laughs> like an obnoxious amount of time looking up Jango Fett, his armor, and why um, Mace Windu was able to cut through it. Um, it's something I suspected, but I decided to research into it anyway. As we saw earlier in The Mandalorian in Season 1, he replaces his armor with Beskar armor. Not every Mandalorian has Beskar armor, and in reality, Jango Fett was wearing iron armor. That is what his armor was made from. It was not made from Beskar. Even still... Uh, Beskar is very rare and expensive, and um, they likely wouldn't have used it on the neck anyway. Um, so there's a lot involved there. Um, one more thing. Also, the... Jango Fett was an idiot. Well, <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, his j- jetpack was damaged. So there's a lot There's a lot to take in from that scene. But regardless, I spent all too much time looking into that and wasn't really paying all that close attention to what you were talking about. So I, I apologize. Wow. <laughs> I just wanted a full detail there about a lot of stuff. I heard you say you spoiled something. This is is unacceptable, man. You didn't spoil it for me. Unless I listen to this again. (laughs) Well, then you haven't... uh, It doesn't matter. You don't have no... You can't appreciate Ahsoka anyways. You haven't finished the Clone Wars. I started them. I saw her entrance. Ooh. Ooh, big deal. the, the, The biggest thing for me out of it was the fact that they kept calling her a Jedi. And I won't say why after that. And now, when did they? You mean in this last episode or in? Yeah. Oh, throughout the whole time, and yeah. she accepted it. That's mm. why I don't get it. Interesting. But I won't say why anymore because it is a very big pivotal point for the show. So I won't say why <laughs> or how or whatnot. Why she'd be mad? Why she shouldn't be mad? Or whatnot? All right then. All right. All right. That was my biggest flaw. Was why? Anyways, but I mean, perhaps that's why she refuses to train Grogu. I think the reason I think she senses a lot more dark in him than she can take out. 
she's probably that's what more she afraid implied, for sure. Uh, I mean, her, her master turned into Darth Vader, so and that's what she's afraid really of, right? Me. So I'd be cautious too. But yeah, I sure. think the biggest thing out of what I got out of that episode was the fact that it's because he he has a connection to Mando. Mm. That's why he couldn't. That's why she doesn't want to train him because she doesn't know how to separate that connection. So maybe As such a young Grogu age. will grow into being the first Mando Jedi hybrid. He'll unite the two ideologies. But he wouldn't be a Mandalorian. You're not a born a Mandalorian. You can be. But Mando is not born a Mandalorian. Yeah, that's why he's not considered a real Mandalorian. By the other Mandalorian. Exactly. So this is a whole thing. <laughs> Holy smokes. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. And that concludes this week's talk on Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, it could go a lot deeper, but I don't want to anger everyone. Now we'll talk about a bunch of other stuff that has nothing to do with it. So if you don't care, you can tune out now and just wait till next week for our next recap. Boo, don't do that. Stay listening. Keep it's talking. Be fun. Yeah. Keep listening. Yeah. Keep listening. So, so Steph, we invited you on. Yes, you did. I gave you a task. Did you do it? I did not. I didn't oh, know the task. What was the task? Oh, wow. The task, Do you even pay attention to anything I say, Matt? The task was damn near impossible. Sometimes. He gave me I, two days. I gave you four days. Okay, four days to read an entire book, which is just not going to happen for me. Ready um, Player One? Ready Player One, yeah. Oh. What did you think? I didn't read it, and I didn't We had a movie. whole conversation <laughs> about it. You were included in the conversation. You were you there. You said things. You were there. Did he say things? Yes. Oh. He went off on tangent about the movie being crap. It was crap. I didn't say it wasn't. Oh, that was you. I thought Dave was going on about that. No, Dave was saying how he enjoyed it, and I was going off about how I didn't Okay, gotcha. Well, Well, either way, I didn't enjoy it because I had read the book first, and I knew what it should have been, and I was too hopeful that it would represent the book as well as I hoped. Okay. Well, I didn't do either, so I will... Not have a lot to contribute to this <laughs> section of the. No, 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 uh... that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Nobody ever wants to listen or do what I say that's anymore. I, I... That's fine. I get it. I'm just here. There is one more uh, Star Wars thing I just realized <laughs> that we need to talk okay. about. Darth Vader died. Yes, oh, David yes, Prowse. Very sad. Oh. Yes, he did die. Did die. Take a moment of silence. Anyways, so I'm <laughs> just kidding. No, it was yeah, a that hot was pretty moment, good. But it was a moment. Yeah, it was. It was. But you know, it's like uh, if we did lose the voice, so we could still listen to that one all the time. Um, They've already replaced him, anyways. But James Earl Jones actually intentionally went uncredited in the original film because he felt the visual acting, the actual in person in the suit, meant more and deserved the credit for the role over yes. his voice acting. And that's that's Colin. Gallant? 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 Anyways, that was a good thing for him to do. But have you ever heard the original voice? Yes. It's horrible. Yes. Yeah, it's a good thing they changed it. Very good thing. It's, uh, it was too British for my own good. For your own good? Yeah, and I have a <laughs> British father, so there you go. Um, I wouldn't even notice if he had an accent anymore, so it doesn't really matter. Um, anyways, back to what I was saying before we talked about the, the great late... David Prowse. Anyways, I read Player Red- <laughs> Ready Player Two. You already read Ready Player Two? Yeah, man. I didn't even know. That's it was why out. I said it, it wasn't an impossible task. I did not know there was a second one. That's why I wanted That's you to read the first it all off, one. Didn't I start the whole conversation by like sending a link to Ready Player Two? 
And I told you they made that book like they were gonna make that book years ago. But... Well, okay. So, anyway. so some backstory <laughs> on why Ready Player One is an important piece of fiction for when it came out. It came out what 2012. Um, it is basically a, a near future where. Similarly to like kind of what we're going through right now, the world heavily changed and people were no longer able to travel. Fuel became incredibly exorbitantly expensive. People were living in the stacks, which is basically take uh, trailer parks as you know them today and stack them into the equivalent of like a tall building. Okay. And so now you have not just horizontally spread out um, trailer parks, they're also vertically uh, spread out. And so each person still has their own trailer, but it is stacked in such a way that they can take up less space, um, but get more people in, a la an apartment building. Um, and the way people do most of their interacting, socializing, work, school, you name it, is in virtual reality. So you put on a headset and you're in school. Uh, you put on a headset and you can be exercising, working out, hanging out with friends, whatever it is. Um, the world that they created is called the Oasis. And it's just this like massive thing. It, it, it It's many parts a game as much as it is a lifestyle, a, a place to escape reality, more or less. Um, what's really fascinating about it is 2012 is predates the VR headsets as we know them today. So it was only after that that you got the Oculuses, the HTC Vives, the uh, Valve Indexes, all the VR headsets that are out there now. And in many ways, you can tell they a lot of them took inspiration from how this book depicted what it should look like mm. and how VR is meant to be and what you could do with VR. So um, that's why it, it holds such a strong um, prominence in like fiction right now because it almost like didn't just predict, but it also paved the way forward for what VR could be like. Sweet. I should definitely read it. And it's got a, the, another reason why it was so big. is because it basically sets itself around, like, 80s pop culture. For the most part. Okay. Like, so, like, movies and games and all that stuff. That's yeah. really what it's based the on. The creator of The Oasis in the fiction was a massive, like, 80s film buff nerd. Okay, okay. He was into films. He was into books, games of all that time of that generation. Um, they were game developers, like him and his partner, um, who created The oasis okay um and so they were making games uh with i can't even remember what the name of their company was now it's completely oh, um they say like 10 20 it's not super times. important but they <laughs> go on to eventually become one of the most successful game companies in the world and then they develop this idea called the oasis it's a very much like steve jobs and steve wozniak um invention of inventors of apple it's a similar story mm-hmm. in terms of them and their creation of this fictional started company. in their basement kind of thing exactly it was very grassroots from the ground up they built it and turned it into this amazing gotcha thing. yeah so why is it called ready player one so when you log in to the the oasis or uh-huh. the, with your haptic stuff it start it just pops up called ready player one mm. yeah and if you think like oh it's 80s, like more like a question yeah, than think a, about like arcade yeah. games you, you would always have the ready uh, player one True. And you'd hit the start okay, button okay. same idea again very him- influenced by 80s pop culture gotcha okay anyways the reason i made you re- so i could talk about player two a bit i won't say too much but uh say whatever you want well i mean matt might want to read it, it out of a 10 out of a 10 the book is a four. Oh, uh, that's yeah funny. it's just like you tried to, it basically it's almost a mirror of the first one in a lot of ways the pop culture references didn't really hit home like in the, the first one it was rushed in my opinion oh, really 
it just felt like it. Like the 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 story is rushed because it's based on a time limit, obviously, not obviously, but that's why it kind of made feel rushed. Mm. But it was just like, I don't know, maybe I don't know. It was just not good. Is, it's um, getting a lot of those kind of reviews. As new well. characters? Are we no, coming back to the there same? There are new characters, but it's the same characters. There are a few. So is it from the same like perspective yeah, it's still of the Wade. same protagonist? It's still Wade. It's still okay. about Wade and that and the high five. But um, yeah, so basically, uh, I can give you this like a little bit of a synopsis. Basically, what happens is um, eventually, obviously, our oh, no, I can't because then I don't want to spoil it for you. So <laughs> anyway, okay, so basically, okay. there's just another competition that shows up. Okay, like another Easter egg hunt, but not Easter mm. eggs. So and then it has the go hunting for those eventually. And do you feel like the new challenge that came up, like, could you have seen that actually making sense when it was all originally written or does it really feel tacked on, like added on now that the first book was so successful? Yeah. I don't know what he was thinking. Like if, if he's just trying to think that this is where the world's going, then it kind of makes sense. But I don't know why it was the way the, the way it ends up being why that had to wait till then. Like, why it didn't happen right when the first one happened kind of deal. So, um, you never know. You have to, somebody else has to read it. Fair but, enough. yeah, it's, 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 the reviews of it aren't that great anyways either. And oh, I, okay. I understand them. Fair and after reading it, I understand it um, a lot. I didn't, okay, so I should preference I didn't read it. You listened to I listened to, to it on my fine. Audible. That's fine count that's fine where you get <laughs> this one free book every by. month it's not a free book because you're paying a subscription but it builds up because you forget about it and then you get like five free books which is and then sweet. if you unsubscribe you get to keep those books oh yeah that's even better so i mean audible i will you can sponsor us anytime nice i've never listened to an audiobook but i'd definitely be it's easy it's great and it's so. like i don't uh uh it's easier for me to listen to than a podcast mm. in my opinion really yeah so and here i am doing a podcast so maybe you think should about that start for a second. reading audiobooks no i mumble too much for that <laughs> but i don't know and it was read by will Reaton, wheaton so oh well that's amazing i'm gonna i'm gonna listen to it the ASAP. first one was first one was read by will wheaton as well i love will and he also will does a, wheaton and there's another book by Ernest klein called uh armada what, that one's really good. That I've one's that, yeah. that one's interesting. It's just kind of a a rip off of uh, kind of a rip off of uh, what's that one book they make you read in high school? The Alien one. You love it. Uh, oh, Ender's Game. Ender's Game. It's kind of like a rip off of Ender's Game in a different way, but more video game like. So it's it's interesting. I did enjoy it though, but uh, once you put the two synopses together, you're like, oh, they're kind of the same thing. <laughs> but it's still entertaining. It's still entertaining. Fair enough. Um, going back to the VR talk for a minute, I had my first experience falling over in VR. <gasps> yes! Tell us Two more! Nights ago. Did you crack your head open? No. Oh, well, that, this story's already sad. I didn't get hurt. <laughs> it, it wasn't even like like a dramatic fall. It was literally like... Uh, so I was playing a game called Super Hot. Um, Super Hot is a game where you are everything's in slow motion. Um, 
unless and time only increases in speed as you move so if you're standing still time is almost completely stopped like things are still like um other guys that are trying to like basically kill you like whether they're shooting at you or if they're punching you whatever it is it only takes one hit you're dead um and then you have to start over so permadeath if if you're not moving they're moving really slow but the moment you start moving the and the faster you move the faster time goes oh my god that sounds Um, stressful so like you get the whole bullet time effect like in matrix where the bullets are coming at you and you can just stop and they kind of they're just slowly coming towards you um to the point that you can catch the bullets, you can you can like block them with like a metal pan, things like that. Um, so, <laughs> what what happened was I was like in the middle of like you know like kind of moving around the bullets, and I was like punching the one guy. And w- when when you kill one of the guys, whether you punch them or you throw something at them, whatever it is, their gun always flies up towards you. You you can catch it. So you you rarely start with a gun. That's part of like what makes it a fun puzzle. Is that um, they always come in the same direction, but then how you t- handle the level is different. So I, I started off, I was like dodging the different bullets and whatnot. And I just like, it was basically like a game of twister. I was like halfway, <laughs> like leaning back, like trying to kneel the shit out of this. And I just fell over. I just fell onto the floor. I'm like, I've never fallen down while playing VR before. And I just was laughing instantly. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Were you by yourself? Yes. Ugh. So there's no video, there's no video evidence. No, no evidence that I'm oh, aware man. of of this. Until you learn they record everything you do all the time. <laughs> I mean, it is Facebook who owns Oculus. So for all I know, they have recording of me falling over. And this audio podcast sponsored by Facebook. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not yet. One day. Yet. One day. That's awesome. So you didn't hurt yourself, but nope. you fell over. I fell over. Backwards, too. Yep, land on my butt. Yeah. That's amazing. Yep. Maybe you should listen to me more. I, I, why? Then you won't fall. What? How exactly. Does that make <laughs> you won't fall because you won't be playing Oculus because mm. Alex hates VR. Uh, I didn't say I hate it. I just don't enjoy it. Uh. I've also not really experienced a lot of it. And that's it. Just because my eyesight. So my eyesight really f- doesn't handle it well. Because I have like I use my peripheral vision a lot, right? Like a lot. Maybe you should look at getting glasses. <laughs> no, but so the idea when I was using the Oculus is like you had to move. So that's the thing, right? Like you had to move. Oh, with you're not it, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. So your eyes you. can't just move, and that was the problem with mine. Because me, my eyes move. I don't move. My eyes move. You do have to train yourself to right? use so, VR. And yeah. I... You can do a little bit of looking around, but it's really more about you like yeah. doing the most Ace Ventura thing you can do, where you just turn and look where you need to see. <laughs> and I'm lazy. So <laughs> the less movement I have to do, the better. That's Now, what I do understand is like higher like end PC dedicated headsets have less of that like like focus in the center so you you do get bit, a bit more freedom but obviously because the quest and the quest 2 are you know all powered from within the headset they they have to put the the effort into getting that that center really clear so that for the majority of your gaming your peripheral vision doesn't care about the slightly blurred out um surroundings and you can just focus into whatever you're doing um but yeah i i understand what you're saying exactly uh we'll see how life changes you never know once the the new ps vr comes out because we all know it's coming eventually and it's going to be seven thousand dollars 
Um, will I pay for it? Yes, that's not the point. <laughs> but will I use it? Probably never. Matt will use it more than me. But still, I'll have it, and I'll buy it. You can finally be Batman. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather be Vader, but that's more of a Facebook thing, unfortunately. I mean, you don't even play as Vader in Vader Immortal. I know. You have to play it. You're playing something else. Yeah. You have to watch him try to rebuild Padme. It's a whole thing. I get it. I've seen the videos. It's disappointing. <laughs> it hurt my eyes watching the videos because nobody could stay still. I was like, stay still. That's what I felt like. Imagine your head doing that, and that's what it felt like. And I thought I was going to throw up just from watching. That was that. a real Jar Jar Binks moment. <laughs> exactly. That's what I thought it was playing. But it wasn't. Anyways. You asked me, Matt, if I had completed a task before I came here, but it was not the task that Alex had assigned me. Or was it? I asked you if you completed the task. Yeah, before. and then you said that I had a task before. Never mind. It oh, it matter. was a question, not a statement. Yeah, because remember, Matt doesn't listen. Oh, right. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what kind of games are you playing, Steph? Because since you only yeah. own the Nintendo Switch. I Yes, only own the Switch. Um, I just bought Ori and the Blind Forest on Matt's recommendation. It is pretty sweet. I don't fully understand the purpose of Ori and his forest and what his goal is. I guess to make it not blind anymore. I don't know. I don't really get it, but it's beautiful. He's adorable. Um, I like pretty much everything about it so far. I've only gotten stuck on a couple parts. It is a tough game. Like it is legitimately a tough game. I I remember fairly early on, I noticed how like challenging certain sections of the game was to like get through certain areas and be able to like uh, ascend an area. Because like oftentimes you have to jump to a wall, climb a short ways, jump across to another wall. Yeah, so you don't get eaten by those spiky Um, things. Yeah, like it's it's not an easy game by any means. But I I had an absolute blast playing it. Yeah, Um, yeah. It's been really fun. I really enjoyed it. so thank you for that recommendation. I also bought Doom 3 recently. I don't even know nice. what Doom we're on now, but... Doom Eternal. So I don't I know how know far after Doom, Doom 3. So there we go. <laughs> um, was I there played a Doom it... 2? I don't know. Yes, yes a long time ago. <laughs> so I played Doom 3 for about four and a half minutes, um, <laughs> and then I got tired. So I haven't played again since, but I'm looking forward to it. You had mentioned, Matt, that... The new one is coming yeah. to Switch soon, yeah. so that should Doom be Eternal, good. I think December 8th, it's coming out on Switch. Nice. Very exciting. There's a trailer up on Nintendo's YouTube channel. Sweet. Yeah, other than that, just, you know, Mario Kart all the time. Mario Kart's good stuff. Yeah. Nothing too exciting going on in my wor- gaming I, world. Uh, I uh, don't own a Nintendo Switch yet, but uh, next week I should. Ooh. Yeah. Because of Stephanie. <laughs> Gonna crush you in Mario Kart, bud. Well, can't wait just yet <laughs> i used to be really good at mario kart 64 not anymore i haven't played that in years so well let me tell you as somebody who went from a super nintendo to a switch it was a uh shock to my system well i can imagine so i used yeah. to play it on the ds so like it's i mean i, I understand okay, okay. you shouldn't shock your game systems okay it's bad <laughs> for them. they're electronic devices well I, I've never touched a Switch before, so we'll find out one day or something. I mean, it's, you, you've played on a Switch. I, I just don't think you physically held the Switch. You played Smash Brothers at my place. No, on I've, a never, I've never played it. Were you not at the tournament? No. I, I remember Alex we talked about this last Smash. Why would he be there? 
Like, I had to work. Right. And I couldn't <laughs> play it. And you guys wanted to play it that one time it was over. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I yeah. don't play this because there's too much going on. Well, now you're going to have to learn once you own a Switch. Yeah, and yeah, I'll have gonna, to buy Smash. It's, I'll never buy that game. Like, you can buy it for me, but I'm never going to buy it. Blasphemy not to own that game if you own a Switch. It's honestly so mm-hmm. frustrating playing with you, though, Matt, because you're just too good. I mean, it, just like playing Mario Kart with you, I know I'm at, at the very most going to come in second <laughs> and probably not even that. And I'm really good at Mario Kart, I think. Maybe not. <laughs> Practice, practice, practice. That's yeah. all I can say. I, I, I like to be fair. Like Mario Kart, I've been playing an absolute ton, absolute ton of um, since the DS Mario Kart mm-hmm. came out. That was when I really, really, really got into Mario Kart. I played so much of that on the Nintendo DS. I remember at one point, um, every day in high school, I was playing it with Dave and uh, a few others in class because. Why pay attention in class? We would just play Mario Kart. <laughs> um, went on, played Mario Kart 3DS uh, or Mario Kart 7. I never really liked Mario Kart for Wii. I thought it was terrible. Um, the Wii U version, which is the same one that's out on Switch, just switches the deluxe version, Mario Kart 8. Played a bunch of that. That's the one that I won my trophy on. And yeah, so it's a good game. I just enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it I is. Like playing it with is. Other people. It's one of my favorites too. I played it on Super all the time. Yeah, yeah. Mario so... Kart is fun. Smash Bros. on the other hand is a annoying little piece of game. <laughs> just gotta get good, Alex. Or not play it at all. It's one or the other. I mean, I think I'm gonna go with the latter, but that's fine. <laughs> and when you play with a lot of people, it can get a little bit overwhelming because I find it hard to even keep track of. That's where... what I mean. Like I don't yeah. like that. I like yeah. If it was maybe just play one on one. Honestly, like one on one is where you get good at the game. When you're playing in a party, it's just you have to take it less seriously at that point mm-hmm. because there there's but so the much. The problem is everyone you play with doesn't. What do you mean? I played. I've seen you guys play, and it's f- crazy. What? Oh, one on one. Yeah, but no, you only... no, not the one on one, but the party room. Oh, it is crazy, and but... I can't handle that. How? Yes, yeah, but so, oh, like, it's okay. Yeah. Again, though, like I was I also introduced hate that kind to of multiplayer games. Smash anyways. Brothers on the N sixty four at my neighbor's house, and it was just kids just playing the game for hours, and we were like, I would not argue I was good at the game. I didn't actually start playing the game more seriously until I started playing 1v1 uh, once the Wii U version came out. That's when I yeah. really got kind of found that, oh, people like playing this game one-on-one. I should have picked up on it when Melee was out, because that's really when the tournament scene started around it, but um, I started playing more competitively once the Wii U one came out, and yeah, moving into the Switch one, which is definitely, in my opinion, the best one. I know a lot of people will get mad at me and say, no, Melee's the best one. But no, no, like, <laughs> Switch one, it's ultimate for a reason. It's got every character from every game, every level from every game. Um, it's terrific. It's awesome. It's a lot of fun. Does it have Batman? No. Then it doesn't have any game from every game. Every character from every Smash Brothers game of all time. Plus more. Yeah. All right, all right. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. And Alex will buy it, and we'll all get no. really good. It'll be awesome. Matt can buy Can't it for wait. me, but I ain't going to buy it. I am not giving that that game any money. Well, Christmas is coming up, so you never know. Woo! Yeah, I never. I just hate multiplayer games like that. I hate that style of multiplayer where there's so many people at once. But again, it doesn't have to be. Like a racing game makes sense. It doesn't have to be, but it yeah. always ends up being that way. It's always felt oh, like when that. You have a group. When I played it on the 64, I hated it because of that aspect. I, I hated it like I haven't played it on the Switch so I don't really I've watched it and I hated watching it so like <laughs> you'll figure it out I just couldn't keep control of what the hell one character so I was like if I'm playing this how am I supposed to pay attention to one it, character it's, it's a slow that's just my like, mind you start 1v1 but I'm still not gonna play you it you grow so. from there you get better that's, yeah, that's I'm still all gonna I, hate it that's I'm all still that gonna you have to know freakishly hate it so 
I okay. I'm gonna say in four to five weeks from now, you're gonna love it. I'm gonna tell you no. The only <laughs> reason I'm gonna own it is because somebody's gonna buy it for me, and it's gonna sit there until we all. Oh, you gotta play it. Everyone's playing it. I'm gonna be like, no, I'm playing Fall Guys, and then they're gonna be like, no, you gotta play this. <laughs> well, that means I gotta turn off my PlayStation. They'll be like, do it anyways. You will. True story. And then I'll come up you. there and I'll be all sweary and everyone's going to be like, stop swearing. And I'm going to be like, <laughs> no, you dragged me into this. You dealt with this. That's one thing I don't like about the Switch. Not the, not the swearing. I love swearing. Um, but that you can't talk. Like, you can't have, like, conversations over the Switch. Yeah. You have to have another call going. Well, yeah. Like, they've got their own app where you can do voice. But, oh. yeah, they just I'm introduced use... that, like, last week. No, no, no. It's been out as long as uh, Nintendo Switch we... Online has been a thing. But, um don't use it like just use discord they just, or like, even just advertising or now i've seen it yeah um, like for for myself new. obviously i don't have discord or whatever so it's a super convenient to have group chats going yeah with facebook chat or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. and just use that but i i wish that you could just yeah it's it's have... frustrating it's always been nintendo's aversion to like online potentially risking children playing with predators they're they're over sensitive over safe about it to the oh. point that they just don't want to be responsible so they, they just limit the amount of interaction that can happen beyond the actual playing of the game. Right. And then it's it's largely up to you on how you find that other means. To be fair, outside of like Xbox and PlayStation, when you're playing most games online on like a PC, you have no other choice. You're going to be using some form That's of true. chat mechanism yeah. or voice mechanism. So it's fine. It is what it is. It's just annoying when you compare it to PlayStation and, and Xbox, how easy they've made it. It's just party systems built right in. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah. Even adding friends on Switches online is not the best experience. It like, doesn't using really. Using friend codes. Yeah. It doesn't really do anything. It's annoying. Aside from you guys can come visit my island. That's really lame on Animal oh, like Crossing. Animal Crossing, yeah. Um, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah. They, they have as far some, as I can tell, like, anyway. Splatoon was a, a fun shooter that they created that you can do with a group of people online. But again, it's just, they, you can tell their focus is not on providing that amazing online experience with well you said it earlier yeah um, i was just gonna say mario with party, mario party yeah hot garbage it is hot garbage it sucks that you can't it sucks that you can only play the mini games online and then it sucks even more i discovered just recently when i was trying to play with some friends in toronto that are using the same console they couldn't play like they couldn't be their own characters in our mario party game um so it's just you can have a party of switches but not multiple people on one switch which i just think is silly it's the same problem with um with smash brothers actually so i can play online with somebody else on my console if we just enter random matchmaking but if we want to play in a in like a party room where it's like you know if you have smash if both of you had smash and we all connected online i couldn't invite a second player on my switch to join it really we would have to take turns why is that That's no so idea strange no idea I'm going to give you your money back, Steph. This sounds like a horrible system, and I don't want to play it ever again. No, um, buy so it. I'm we like... can still play Mario Kart, because you can have multiple people playing Mario Kart yeah, on one yeah. console. You, like, you can what? have multiple people on one console playing Nintendo. Mario Kart together. Get it together. But, yeah, it's it's weird. It's obviously like game-by-game decision-making, yeah. but it's like these are first-party games. These are Nintendo-published games and developed games. And they're classics Why? that people are going Just, to want to play together. I mean, like, well, the, the, the perfect opportunity what I understand for Mario Party was this lockdown to like have people getting to play games like this on your console. That's the yeah, definition. Well, of yeah. Party. Well, the thing is, the Nintendo's always been about parties, like bringing people over together. Mm-hmm. Obviously, in today's climate, you can't do that. But 
that's what they've always been there, like 64. Like the idea, the, yeah, the, the online the game for them didn't really the come out on the GameCube so until true. the, the yeah. until really the DS came out, and then when we came out, that's when they kind of pushed it a little bit more. And then even then, it was, it was like, pretty weak. It was weak, and then yeah. now with the switches, it's again it's, the switch was meant for families. It's meant for you to interact with your well, family. Well, like, look at the original marketing for the switch. It was all about going to a social gathering, bringing it out, and then being able to pop off each controller and play with somebody else. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, it, that was the whole like marketing push behind it was bringing it with you, bringing that home console experience anywhere you go. Yeah, maybe maybe these, and I love that actually about it. I love that I can bring my switch the entire thing with me anywhere I want. Like, that's really cool. I think that's one of the best things about it. Um, and I often am playing just sitting in bed or whatever, you know, like I don't, I'm not always necessarily hooked up to my TV with it. So it's perfect for that. But I do get frustrated when I can't play games like Mario party online, even if, even if we were able to just play the mini games, but in a way that made sense, that'd be great, but we can't. And it's frustrating. Hopefully they'll figure something out. Maybe the next the next ones that come out or next well, here's the thing we live we live in the time where you can update a game literally whenever you right want. and that's what i was like you can actually add new just features thinking, you can yeah. change things why why leave it as is why not just listen to all of the things i mean nintendo's notorious for this since super smash brothers ultimate bringing this back for a moment has come out one character that everybody's been asked for you go online anywhere one character that is asked for is waluigi you got mario yes. luigi wario Waluigi's just not there. He's been in other games. He's been in Mario Tennis. He's been in Mario Kart. Yeah. He's just he's in Mario Party. Notably missing from <laughs> that's weird. The 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 cast the, of playable characters. It's just like why why omit him of all characters? I mean yes, he's never had his own game like all the other ones have, but clearly people want him. Yeah. Just, I love Waluigi. Again, it's just like Nintendo sticking their fingers in their ears and saying we know what's best. We're gonna tell you. We're gonna add a. a, a billionth fire emblem character to our mario party game they all play exactly the same they don't but they do so it's just like come on yeah yeah i gotcha i mean i'll always be i've always only ever owned nintendo products so i always will but these little things in today's day and age are super frustrating but um hopefully with the way the world is going with covid and um, all of that jazz where we really aren't supposed to be spending a lot of time in close contact with a lot of people right now. Um, hopefully they'll make some changes. Pokemon. Speaking more of Nintendo news, Pokemon. What a big shock for the Pokemon card traders these days. The Kadabra is back in the trading cards. <laughs> yeah. Huge news. That is huge. That Stop is big. the presses. That's been gone for since 2003. Ooh. So one Pokemon that literally you cannot have since 2003 has now been able to be allowed to be back in yeah. print. If it comes back, it's a different story. But And why uh, is this, Alex? Why why was Kadabra forcefully removed? Some weird musician. Na- musician. Magician. Mu, ma, mu, ma, blah, blah. Magician. Uh, I forget his name. It's like Uriyui or something like that. Something weird. So they thought, because his biggest thing was bending spoons with his vine. So that he said, though, that's you're stealing that from me. Yeah, Yuri Giller. Yeah, see, Yuri Giller, something weird. Um, so I guess after years and years of torment from fans and collectors, that he finally gave up and let them do whatever they want with it, which is kind of big because that's a big character because Alakazam was a lot of people's favorite. Yeah, it's, it's actually been 20 years. It was 2000 when he came out and said, and 
Uh, Nintendo turned him into an evil occult Pokemon character by using uh, and stole his identity by using his name and his signature image. Uh, this was a story from the BBC in 2000. Um, there was a lawsuit that was dismissed in 2003, uh, but then he reported he filed several other claims uh, or lawsuit claims and. It went on for 20 years, and now he's come out and said, I am truly sorry for what I did 20 years ago. Uh, he said this on Twitter. Kids and grown-ups, I am releasing the ban. It's now all up to Nintendo to bring my Kadabra Pokemon card back. It will probably be one of the rarest cards now. Much energy and love to all. Um, yeah. The originals will be very rare. I don't think it'll be very rare after that. They just mass-produce yeah, that card. Yeah, they just make whatever they want now. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't think it'll be very rare for much longer. Depending on if you they get only... a cadabra and you get exactly a unless they unless they're like and we're only making a three hundred yeah out of the twenty thousand people who still play that game I'm pretty sure it's probably higher than that still but because they're making those still mass production so that's kind of crazy but I've seen I still see tournaments that people play you know it so. is it is pretty incredible how long that did did both of you own Pokemon cards I would yeah imagine. funny I story no funny story uh, i know sorry walking the dog the other day <laughs> we were that generation that was our generation i know and i missed out honestly yeah, i, I feel like kid. i missed out my brother was more into it than me but anyways funny i don't know story. what i was doing instead. walking the dog the other day and i have my headphones in obviously i don't really listen to the world um and uh this car just pulls by and throws pokemon cards at me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice really at first. I was like, it just looked like they were looking at me because it was the guy in the driver's seat threw them and the girl in the front seat just was laughing, I guess. She didn't really do it. But it was like, I was like, okay. And then I looked at the ground. There were Pokemon cards on the ground. I was like, um, what? All right. Did they were shout they... anything like Pikachu? Oh, again, headphones. Ah, uh, that's so, too bad. I don't listen to people. Pikachu, I choose you. Anyways, I didn't pick them up. I left them. Maybe I thought they were bombs or something. So. There could have been a cadabra in there. I doubt it. You never know, but maybe a Mew. So you didn't even look at what they what they were? No, I just saw Pokemon ah. cards, and I was like, well then. That is pretty funny, time though. Time to move on with my life. I mean, they were moving on with theirs, clearly. Yeah, I, I don't know why, but it was just the most it's... random thing ever, so I just kept walking. I, I'm just picturing random. this, like couple they're driving and th- they're having an argument and they were in the middle of moving and the the the, the one of the significant uh, others in this situation really just had this prize pokemon collection and the other one mid argument was just in a fit of rage just chucks it out the window that's what i'm picturing that's happened. pretty that's much what i'm choosing yeah. to believe happened <laughs> in this instance and now he'll never have or she or they will never have their prize pokemon collection Ever again. That's sad. The other day, my coworker was driving down the street and somebody threw their toque in his sunroof. And why his sunroof was open on such a cool day, I don't know. But it was, and he got a free toque out of it. So I guess people are just throwing random stuff out of cars all the time. Should he be weighing a random... Did he wash it first? I don't think he kept it, to be perfectly honest, but... He should definitely wash it first. Did it land on his head? Because that would have been impressive. It would have been amazing. I don't think it did, but... Disappointing. I found a toque behind my couch today. So that was, was it your toque? Canada. Yeah, my toque. Oh, Canada. Eh? We're all looking for toques everywhere. Well, I was looking for this toque earlier in the season. I was like, oh, where'd my toque go? I can't find it. I think I've lost it. And I found it. For all the American listeners, a toque is a winter hat. Usually knit with wool or something. Toque Ha! <laughs> I don't know where I put the toques. Nice. <laughs> I moved everything around today, so I don't know where everything is anymore. Um, going back to Doom Eternal for a moment, actually, Ooh. it is coming to uh, Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass on PC. So if you enjoy 
If you're a Game Pass subscriber, you can play it on your PC. Also coming to Game Pass, uh, a massive game from last year, Control, and that is coming to the Xbox platform uh, via Game Pass. So that's definitely one that I have been keeping my eye on. Uh, I've been wanting to play, so I'm very excited that it's coming to Game Pass because I'm finally going to get a chance to play it without having to buy it. It's a sci-fi mystery game. You have like almost like Force-like powers. It looks really cool. Cool. We just talked about Xbox, so I zoned out for a bit. So, um, <laughs> what was that again? I'm just kidding. No, I heard. I heard you. It's Xbox, so I kind of just kind of throw it out the door there. Is there a Game Pass type thing for the PlayStation? Funny enough. Oh no. Oh. Um, I mean, there is kind of. There is kind, kind of. of. It's, a, it's kind it's... of the same thing, but it's not. So what Game Pass is? They put all their games comparison. up there <laughs> in the Xbox world. Okay. And keep them there. And PlayStation has PlayStation Now, or, yeah, I think it's just called PlayStation Now. And uh, you, same idea, you play, like you pay for a subscription, and then you get the games that are in there. But the thing is, they'll only put games in there for a certain amount of time, oh, and they get rid of them. Yeah, well, sometimes. to be fair, Game Pass is the same way. It's, it, they're both kind of like Netflix in the way that like you've got this constant rolling library. But PlayStation Now, you don't actually have the game like locally playing it you're not mm. installing it to your system so you're always streaming a game that you're playing on playstation oh which could you get have finicky. to be connected to the internet yeah. um you have to hope you have a good connection yeah you're yeah. gonna run in, you may run into things like lag along the way um game pass in comparison you just download and play the game as long as it's available on game pass you can just play the whole game um mm-hmm. one subscription fee for all of these games and it works across pc and the Xbox. Oh, that's pretty sweet. But okay. uh, there's big rumors that PlayStation's working on something. Well, like they it. have to. That's like yeah. the biggest but feather like, in Well, because like right their now. CEO or whatever, not the CEO of PlayStation, but like the head of C- a PlayStation was saying, well, we have something in the works. Mm-hmm. What sweet. that means, no one really knows how long that means it's going to be. We don't know. But I think obviously what I would think they're doing is just waiting until more of the PS5's out mm-hmm. so people can use it for more before they release something big like that the same with the playstation with the uh the the vr they're just waiting till it's more people have it because right now there's a lot I mean, of troubles they, they with have it to right focus now. on their their production line just getting enough yeah well the thing is that are getting UK, scalped getting yeah. scalped or in the uk just not people not receiving them at all they're getting what they're getting in the uk is they're getting random things they're getting housewares yeah, instead yeah. of the I, I read an article of a it's, like a 21 so... year old who managed to nab a thousand ps5s he has made tens of thousands of dollars in profit at this oh point like, like they're That's selling horrible. for twice their their retail price online um it's just it's really really rough out there right now yeah eb eb uh ebay shutting all of it down as much as they actually can. they've come out and said they're trying to work as many like scalpers as in shutting them down making them forced to work on their own system because eb 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 eBay. eBay eBay doesn't want to do that and think of EB Games EB, like, games. EB games wants to sell all the, all yeah, the PS5s they have you're Trust in the game. eBay doesn't want to be part of that situation so and I don't blame them right here's the thing though it, it's not going to stop them because how many times have it's a broken record how many times have you tried to buy a pair of concert tickets yes, on Ticketmaster and they always say the same thing oh we're taking all these steps they don't care they don't care. They just want to sell the tickets if they're as selling, fast as they can. Yeah. They don't care who the buyer is. There's literally conventions for these ticket not scalpers necessarily. to go to. They don't care because well, they, they not necessarily the because the venues will get back pissed off because your venues need the people in those seats. But nothing's said, ever changed. But the, they have because like if we went to the Alex on Fire concerts recently, the ones that we last could go to, they're jam packed, full of people. 
sure they may have bought some of them might have bought them off scalpers but people bought them regardlessly and i know that Ticketmaster's working on their way thing but it's Ticketmaster; they're a scam anyways doesn't matter um <laughs> but the thing is if the venues aren't getting people in them which most venues aren't going to exist by the end of the year anyways oh so sad they're not making money because they don't make money off the venue of the ticket sales because the ticket sales goes right to the artist or if the company or not even them for the most part they need people. They need to be able to buy the booze, the they need yes. foods, yes, right, yeah. and all that stuff. But That's where the venue I money comes totally from. And if you're not that, having those seats, but Ticketmaster, so have to. in its own right, if if you look into how their system works, you can legally scalp tickets now. But you ha- the, like part of that money goes towards a a resale resale fee to Ticketmaster. So they make money off the resale. They make more money off of getting the tickets scalped and then resold than they would just selling them once. I agree. Like, I, yes, there is still some There's thing a in there, but they, they think don't if, care. I still think they do care. I think it's just not to the same aspect as they should be doing it. Sure, they should care a little bit more, but I think they still do care because the venues are still on the hook. That's why you don't see a lot of people working so with people, Ticketmaster anymore. The they'll thing, work though. with. They'll There's, go work with Ticket, other Ticket people. Like, here's uh, the thing. Ticket it doesn't matter because the venues are always going to get full, and here's the reason why. There's a reason why people scalp. Because they're making a profit. Because people are willing to spend the extra money just to get the ticket. It does work. The system works. Therefore, why would anyone change? The people are still coming in. Venues come and go. They always come and go. But there's always going to be a place to go. So Ticketmaster doesn't care. I don't think that's necessarily true. Because like in the re- like I went to a few wrestling events and there are a lot of seats empty in a sold out event. Right? And like... And that's because scalpers are bottom and people are just talk- like wrestling is a different scene nowadays anyways, as it was before and back in the day. But, um, but I mean, there's also things like you can't compare it to other sports. Like baseball is a dying, not a dying sport, but people don't watch it as much anymore. But here's the question about that, Alex, then. Yes, it's a sold out venue because scalpers bought all the tickets. Had scalpers not bought all the tickets, would it have been a sellout? I think they can. Ooh, good question. I don't know. Because wrestling events are pretty expensive. Any event is pretty expensive And then it's now. made more expensive because, because of you're the whole scalping buying, problem. Yeah. Because I've never bought my wrestling tickets mm-hmm. from scalpers. It's always been off right. Ticketmaster. Right. Yeah. And right off the dot. Mm-hmm. Same with any of concert tickets I've gotten. Yeah, yeah, mostly yeah. off right off the yeah, dot. Yeah, I've never bought a scalp ticket I haven't bought ticket a scalp ticket in mm-hmm. a long time. I don't think I ever have. I, I only did once and it was for that hockey game we went to. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that wasn't a really a scalped one. I think we bought somebody's seasons for tickets. Hmm. Oh, which is maybe. different because what you can do, maybe. you can easily do yeah. that. I would oh, do yeah. that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would buy season tickets, well, go to the games yeah. I want to go to, if and sell the rest. You can't make them all. You, you You're just still making them. That I find that different than scalping for sure. For sure. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, very, I, for some I think that's what it was because that oh, seemed okay. like where we were saying we're yeah. very. They were awesome. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and here's the thing this is why I think you're right about venues care. Venues absolutely care. And you notice it when. For example, uh, buying Hamilton tickets last year. They had their own yes, ticket yeah. sale process set up. They were not through Ticketmaster. They had a whole – it was a well, totally yeah, the whole different music, process like, in order uh, to get those tickets. Totally. And I've experienced that with other things. Um, I bought other – I can't remember the name or what band I was buying the tickets for. But when I went to it, there was actually a queue, and it was through the venue. I find when I buy tickets through the venue and they're not using a third party like Ticketmaster – it's a different process. And yeah. you can tell they act like the venue does care about getting people in. It probably yeah. feels a lot more genuine, like ticket yeah. buying process totally. than yeah. going through Ticketmaster. And you know, there's still yeah. scalpers trying to game the system, but they've, they've, there is a way to make it work. 
And are you telling me that a, 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 a company as massive as Ticketmaster can't figure out how to deal with the bots buying it? You can't. You, right. You're yeah. telling me that, they would be able that to. all of these online re- resellers of the PS5 and the Xbox Series X, if somebody can get a thousand PS5s, but somebody well, off the street is struggling on, to get a single one? Well, I think that's more based on the the company that sold it to them. That's not based on true PlayStation themselves on that account. Well, it's, because not, like, it's not on PlayStation. Because when I was PlayStation mine, no. yeah. when I bought when I was pre-ordering mine, it was one per yeah. household. So it would base it on the address. Yeah. So that person, like theoretically, I could have sent many different addresses. Totally. But the billing and shipping address had to be the same. Yeah. So that would have been tough unless I had several multiple different locations, seven yeah. different credit cards. It'd be a whole process. I'm sure yeah. there are ways around that. I'm sure. But, but then I you think... also have to manage to do it in the amount of time to get them all. Mm-hmm. Right. To get a thousand, I, you know, I think realistically I could have nailed three, maybe four tops on my own using the method that you just described. But for somebody to get a thousand, a hundred, a thousand. Again, again, I think that's based on the website that they used. So let's say, unless they were buying them from Sony themselves, Mm. which I think is a possibility. Yeah. That's Sony's mistake. But if it was, if they were buying it from GameStop in the states, that's GameStop's mistake. It's true. Depending on where they bought, or they could have just done it five from this one, five from that one, yeah. five from this one, and see the profitability. And if I mean, if you're good enough at doing it, then but it's on you. But if, if Sony really cares, well, they know what serial numbers were sent to what retailers. They could figure it out. Well, I don't know how that works. I don't. I've never been in purchasing, so I don't know how much like how it works when you're buying. So let's say. I know how it works in food, but I don't mm. know how it would work. So I could just say I want 20 PlayStations for this location, yeah. 30 for this one. Yeah, exactly. But that's all tracked. When it comes to electronics with serial numbers, yeah. like having worked in those industries, that's all tracked. All of it, every system that is sold. I understand sold that, somewhere. but I mean it's like – known where it was sold. So you're saying the store is giving Sony the information of where it's been sold? Yeah. Well, like, like, straight, like it's giving the customer's information it was to sent. that store. Yeah. But it's also for warranty purposes. Like, yeah, exactly. I was Sony say, holds yeah. the warranty. They need to know who was selling it from where. Um, and that all has to like line up with the proof of purchase. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot involved. And this is where I'm just, I'm, I'm coming back to, I, I don't think a lot of these places care because at the end of the day, oh, I would just guarantee get the doll- that small venues like GameStop that are mm-hmm. uh, franchisees. Oh, they want the stock. That's all they care about. Yeah, they don't care. Like, that's mm-hmm. what I mean. Like, franchisees won't care that they're mm-hmm. selling a thousand people. That's fine. They made their money yeah. like, off of what that. Sold a thousand. Perfect. But I think we, you know, we're never going to – I don't think – there's some weird things, like, when people are I mean, taking advantage of us. To be fair, EB Games and GameStop does care about making individual sales because if they sell in bulk, they're not making any money. No. Because yeah. they make all their money off their extended warranty. Yeah. And you're telling me that somebody who buys a thousand is going to buy a thousand extended warranty? Oh, not a chance. No, no. You have a much higher likelihood to get a higher ratio of individual people buying consoles and buying their extended warranty plan. Oh, I mean, I've never bought anything from GameStop like that before. But anyway. <laughs> but um, people do. There's a reason why they still offer it. The other thing is like, but if you're going to take it, if you can find a way to, it's supply and demand. If you're taking advantage of a situation, that's fine. I don't, I mean, in a certain degree. In a pandemic, obviously not. I mean, don't go buy a thousand boxes of toilet paper and then sell them again. That's stupid. <laughs> I mean, who needs that much toilet paper? Anyways, Have but... you heard about the food? What? I read a report on so because of the panic buying, uh, there's been a high, like a, a huge increase in the amount of um, food waste, like food being thrown away oh, from absolutely. people's households. Uh, it is it, something like thirteen percent of uh, food 
yeah. is now being thrown away because people panic bought and then they didn't use the food and now it went to waste. And also so many more people working at home and being at home and still ordering out because that's what we did anyway a lot of the time, right? You buy Which all these you should groceries. do anyways, just saying. Yeah, <laughs> support small businesses. Um, but yeah, you'd buy all these groceries on the weekend with the intention to meal plan and, and, and prep and all that stuff and then Monday rolls around and you're lazy so you just order out instead. I know I do it quite often, or used to anyway. And uh, yeah, I waste a lot of food just in that scenario. Imagine doing that for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, not just dinner anymore. I do that. <laughs> but I don't buy groceries, so it's like, it's kind of a I win-lose. You also spend all day in the kitchen for work. Like I, yeah, I can't I, blame you for wanting to have somebody else make you a meal yeah, at I the end of the day. I get I've, it. I've been ordering HelloFresh boxes. Same. Yes, they're awesome. Mm-hmm. I really like it. Um, it makes it's not that I'm not able to come up with you know recipes and ideas myself. It's just much easier when it's the variety. Yeah, it's it's the variety, the variety and for sure. The, and the part then... that I always struggled with going to the grocery store. Part of the reason why I'm enjoying not having to go uh, doing HelloFresh is because I don't have to go out in public and yes. buy stuff and be in proximity with other people. But yeah. also just for the variety and what I'm eating, and. I don't end up with excess. Yes. That was always my biggest struggle. Is yep. Sure, I could plan a couple of meals, but I could never plan the right proportionate amount of meals to the amount of ingredients I needed. So I always ended up with too much onion or too much cabbage or something would be in excess that would end up getting wasted. And I always felt terrible about that. Right. And hella fresh, you use everything that's in the bag. Yeah, exactly. Every single time. And I find uh, like I've ordered just two servings because there's just two of us at home. Um I find that I have leftovers for the next day. Usually, it's more, it's way, it's much more, in my opinion, than just two servings worth of food. So usually, but that's at awesome. least one more serving I find for yeah, two servings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I have the leftovers for the next day, which makes you know lunch the next day a lot easier. I don't have to think about that. And then, yeah, I love I love the HelloFresh. Yeah, it's unrealistic for me to use those because I am a one person. Yeah. So and I could have lunch for three days. I get that the idea, but I don't like eating. I don't not a big reheater. And that's just the industry I'm in. But, like, I'm not a big on, like, eating the same thing three days in a row. I can't do that. Or even two days in a row. It's really tough for me to do that. Yeah. Unless it's pizza. I can eat that every day. Mm. But that's not the point. <laughs> and sometimes I have. And you know what? They but never have fun. pizza as an option on HelloFresh. No, Why wouldn't they? It's the most unhealthiest thing you could eat. What? There's vegetables on there. There's dairy. Isn't Isn't spices, it basically every food group? Gluten. Bread is the worst thing you can eat. Yeah, but pizza it's pure flour flour have, is like the worst thing you can but eat. they have but they have pasta dishes on HelloFresh. yeah but pasta is in the sense it's probably not always just plain pasta they probably send you cauliflower pasta or something no like that. it's actually not it's just straight up pasta yeah, i mean like HelloFresh is not the healthiest meals in the world arguably. no no um, i don't think people are ordering it for the health but what, what i enjoy about it is factor. just it just gets me in the habit of cooking and i'm having a variety of See, meals like, from for me would be it's the cleaning up i am so lazy <laughs> I mean, that was me tonight. I finished cleaning up from last night, and then I was like, I don't want to cook. So I just ordered in. Exactly. What did you get? I had schnitzel. Ooh. The the problem was, so I tried a a pub that I've never ordered from before called the Rabid Fox. Oh, yeah. Out out in Dune. I was far from your house. I, sorry. I have no idea. I don't, I don't pay attention to the that's, distance. That's, 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 a, not that that's far. the driver's problem. Theoretically, <laughs> um, theoretically, it's not that far from your house. But like, guess, yeah. So Jamie ordered this like pulled pork sandwich and sweet potato fries. And she mentioned that they had like a schnitzel meal. I was like, yeah, perfect. That sounds good. Um, she gets hers, opens it up. It, 
all looks very flavorful. Great. She's got the the dip for her sweet potato fries. Open up mine. The fries have no seasoning on them. The schnitzel is there. And it was cooked perfectly fine. There was no problem with how it was cooked. But there was no sauce, no dip, no anything. It was just just plain. Just a slab of schnitzel. Dry schnitzel. Did you read the description oh. of the schnitzel? Say schnitzel again. Did you read the description of the schnitzel? <laughs> try, try again. Did you read the description of the meal? <laughs> Honestly, did you read this description? I did not. Well, there was it was, a it, was right it, it was definitely on, on my problem. It was my fault. But like, there was actually no option for adding a sauce, for adding any anything to it beyond a Caesar salad. So I just ended up like I was very just underwhelmed when I opened it. It was it That's tasted perfectly fine. It was cooked exactly as it should have been. It was just like disappointing. Mm-hmm. So when you ask like, what did I have for dinner? Usually when I say when I say schnitzel. I'm incredibly super stoked stoked because it's my favorite meal. And today I opened it up and I was like, this has got to be about the most boring schnitzel I've ever seen presented to me ever. Can I just say that my favorite schnitzel so far was from your establishment, Alex? Oh, I appreciate that. I'm not kidding. That was like the best schnitzel I think I've ever had. The uh, the Oktoberfest schnitzel? Yeah, that sauce was like... mind-blowing sorry i really like food and i really like talking about food (laughs) i was really upset when you guys got rid of schnitzel years ago in like 2012 when you used to make it and then you guys just took it off the menu yeah we're not a german pub well you should maybe be just in that one aspect no i mean that's the thing right something's really good you gotta take it away because that makes people want to come back and get it but then how will i know it's there unless you tell me we have a lot of social media. Aspects. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> like that's Like a silly. lot. So <laughs> I would order that at least once a week, I think, if it was on the menu regularly. My my thing with stuff like that, again, it's not the theme of our restaurant. Like I've never I've never ordered from Rabbit Fox. I know what it is and I know where they are. Um, maybe I have eaten there once. I think I've eaten there once. And I had, this was years ago. Um, but again, like at least 10 years ago. But I, my problem with things like the situation yours, I think... When you're ordering online, specifically through apps, like if it's not their own specific app, you got to really make sure you're reading descriptions. And I think there are a lot of places that don't put descriptions with their food, which is their own fault. And that's stupid. Every Indian restaurant, you don't know if when you order the entree, does rice come with it? Does it not come with it? I can when guarantee you. order non-bread, you? it doesn't tell you how many pieces of non. So you order from one place to the other. I'm just, I'm just like validating your of the point. Time, you have yeah. no idea what you're No, no, with. I understand that. And 80% of the time... It shouldn't come with rice. But rice should I, be the Unless it's order. like a pub. There's some places that I order, and I order like lamb alagoa, and it comes with rice. And then I order another entree, and it comes with rice. And so I know, like, if I order from Classic Indian, I know exactly what I'm going to get just because I've ordered from there enough. Yeah, true. I, I mean, for me, I would be like, if I'm a Classic Indian restaurant, again, this is just me. Oh, yes. this one's literally called Classic I was just going to no, say, I mean, is in, that in actually general, what it's called? That's hilarious. In, Indian restaurant, I would not, as a business model, give you rice. I would sell you it separately. Yeah, and you then, make so much money off of selling yeah, rice a is batch just, of rice. rice it's price nothing. <laughs> like for the most part, just make it yourself at home. That's what I would suggest. Get a rice maker, oh, make it yourself at home. That's genius. And then just buy the well, first of all, it's gonna save you five bucks. Yeah. Boom, right there. Yeah. Right? Uh, Balsamati rice is the easiest thing to cook in the world. Oh yeah. Especially in a you rice cooker. A, you don't even need a rice cooker. It's still yeah, I think rice cookers are easy because they're easy to clean. But Fair. <laughs> Fair. and back to the cleaning issue. Um <laughs> I don't know. Food's like just like one of those things, and like I mean, like I can't say my restaurant is perfect by any means. We have our faults and small things that we just gotta fix. But that's just people not telling us. Also, because we can look at something a million times and it'd be fine. But 
again for the schnitzel thing. That's how I'm going to say it for the rest of my life. So get over yourself. You've already been saying it like that for years. I just thought maybe it's I schnitzel. could help you get there. Schnitzel. 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 Yeah, that was it. Yeah, schnitzel. <laughs> I'm getting rid of this. Again, this is why I don't work in a German cup. I don't work at the, the Hooter or the Boother. Boother. I love how we're just rhyming off names of other places except yours right now. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, let's There's... not advertise your place. We'll get there in a second. <laughs> I don't so I won't I don't want to bash any other small restaurant. I mean right now this is the industry that's gonna die next. Right now we have you theaters. just called it the boother. I know, but that's my own problems. <laughs> I they do have good food. I've not I've said I've I've had bad experiences there service wise. Food's always been Okay, I, there. I agree wholeheartedly with that statement. Um, but I, I just had bad, you know, service there. But and that's just maybe it's me being in the industry and having higher standards than some people. That's just maybe me. I don't know. No, but, I, but the I, food has been like I've, I agree. Uh, their wings were good. The food's and, always good. Yeah, you know, like I've it's had cold grub. food it's... before there, but I mean that's just sometimes you never know what's going. You on. You can have a bad meal anywhere. Yeah, yeah. true. Um, so I mean, <laughs> except like, at the. Alex's establishment. <laughs> Is, yes. Are we renaming Alex's establishment to Alex's establishment? Yes. All right. I think officially. Call it Desi. Well, I'm going to throw it out later in a minute, all right? We'll get there. Well, one of you can. I don't care. Ooh, me, please. Um, but yeah, just like now is the time. Like, you guys are eating in. That's great. Ordering out, I'm just going to save. Like, even once or twice a week, it will save a restaurant. Like, it's crazy how much uh, this industry has just done. Like, in this last three months, we've lost at least 10 restaurants in our town and it's it's so so crazy a lot of them are reworking and like and with the the luminous lockdown coming our way it's only going to be worse um i mean we're already live a lot of the restaurants are living that way anyways right now because you can only put it doesn't make any sense but you can only have 10 people in the restaurant it's it just doesn't make any sense yeah either lock it down or don't but i mean that's up to the business as well i mean if we didn't have those 10 people we wouldn't have the numbers we have now business wise so and again it's just the way it is. But read descriptions of food. Yes. I can't yes, describe yes. that more enough. <laughs> read what you're getting. It's a long way around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> read what you're getting. Because I see that so many times. It's like, oh, they you've ordered extra gravy, but it already comes with gravy. Yeah. And it says that in the description. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. You're wasting your own money. I don't – I'm okay with it. You're giving me money. Yeah. But – I don't want you to have a bad experience because you've overwasted yeah, your totally. money. And the thing with uh, the ordering, you know, via an app or whatever, is you can't check with the customer and be like, "Hey, did you mean to order that to extra?" Be fair, I have received phone calls from merchants. Yeah, it's really not impossible. Oh. There is a very possibility yeah. to do it, depending on the situation. A lot of the time, you just don't. If you're in a rush, you're not going to have the time to do it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Totally. But if it's an allergy or something, you, yep. most of the time we just still double check and. Yep. Then, you call to make sure, oh, hey, it's going to be a little bit late because of yeah. this or, you know, this and that. Yep. Because with the Duke of Wellington, Woo! we have our own app that we created. <laughs> uh, well, we didn't create it. We, we worked with a program, with a partner and created the app. Okay. <laughs> Just a huge spike in my little uh, yell there. It's great. <laughs> it's great. And uh, really so like it's free place. delivery through us and it's all the money goes through. Because when you're using Skip the Dishes, Uber Eats, DoorDash, whatever ones you want to use, there's other ones out there now. Uh, a lot of them charge the restaurants a big fee, and that takes a lot out, especially if you have to consider all the takeout container situations too, because that adds up, uh, especially now that most everyone's switching over to environment, environmentally yeah, friendly yeah. containers or re- recyclable ones. It's just uh, the money goes up through the roof. And now that 
the companies know that this is the world we're going to is takeout, they're going to start charging more. Yeah. Like, we have 50 cents a container for some of ours. Mm. So it's it's crazy, which adds another $2. 50 cents a container? Yeah, pretty Holy much. Holy moly. That is a quick. Yeah. So, like, and especially if you have to use two of them, that's a dollar yeah. right up there. And we're only charging $13 for this thing, right? So then it's 14 now. But now we've lost that dollar because we had to get it there. Plus, then we lost the other 30% or the 40% to the company that we're doing with. But unfortunately, nowadays, you have to use those companies or it can kill you. Yeah. But it, it also depends on you and how well you are with your food, too. Yeah. Like, I mean, we do do a lot of our own app, which is great. I really but... like your app, for the record. Oh, thank you. Thank the you. Oh, My only complaint is that every time I open it, it's in French first. It shouldn't be like that anymore. I think they've updated update. their system. But uh, it is made by a French a, Munch, a French Canadian company. Okay, gotcha. So, um, so that's probably why it's like it's, that. It's really not the end of the world. Yeah. Um, no, it's when really I first not. did I really it, like when I first app. started working with them, it, everything would pop up French first. But now, on my back end, that they've switched to English first. I probably just need to update my app, and I'm really bad. More at More than that. likely, yes. So I will do that for the next time I order. One more uh, grind my gears moment for apps. <laughs> yes. Not yours. Uh, specifically speaking to like skip the dishes and Uber Eats and all of them. Um, I'm getting so tired. Now that like fast food has really jumped on the train as well. It's not just regular restaurants. It's, it's fast food as well. All these chain franchises why do they just appear as separate items in the in the list? I get it; they're different locations. They have different what reviews. Do you mean? But when I'm in the app and I'm scrolling through, I'll see Pizza Pizza three times, Wendy's oh. five times, Harvey's seven times. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, just show me it once and do a drop down and let like in the top rank them in order of like whatever I want to see first. Like let me filter by review or distance. Because a or lot time. of the time it should be based on distance, so that's yes. why they should pop it, up. That's what I would. That's, or, that's how now, it pops up. But on skip the dishes, I think for the most part it's by score. So a lot of them get a lot it's of It's a bit score. of both. It is a bit of both. Yeah. But I don't want to see them a billion times when I'm scrolling through. I want to see unique options. And I have no filtering option to do see, that. See, but you see, as a, a lot of those places, though, um, are franchisees. Yes. So you, as a franchisee, want your franchise, oh, your business up yeah. front. Yep. So if they did that, you could drop down to being like, oh, I don't want to order from this one anymore. Yeah, yeah. Or this one, right? So you, like, But for me as a consumer and like for my experience, like I get frustrated and I want to leave the app because I'm seeing the same thing over and over again. It's just thrown in my face. Have a Wendy's. When I go to skip the dishes, I'm not thinking I want fast food. When I want fast food, I'll just go through a drive-thru and do it. Yeah. When I'm going to skip the dishes – I want a meal. I want to get something from a pub, a place that traditionally doesn't do, you know, a fast food pickup option mm-hmm. um, where I can just simply like drive through, like That's where I'd have true. to go into the restaurant and grab totally it myself. True, yeah. I would much rather just like have them bring it to me. So when I go to skip the dishes, that's what I'm looking for. I don't know how, like I obviously, I don't know the data on how many people are ordering fast food through it. I'm sure in cities it's much higher or in, like in big like a Toronto like like city. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah, like give me the option as a consumer to filter down so I can say, okay, just pile all the Wendy's together. Pile all the pizza pizzas together. Or even just take out the fast food type places altogether from your search that well, day. Even, even right? the filtering. Like what, yeah, today filter I tried the... to find pub food. So I typed in pub food and I hit search. Um, I didn't know a pizza place counted as pub food. That was the first option. Yeah. There was only no, three it options. Shouldn't. That popped what? up. It, it, I'm gonna. I'll try it right now, and I'll show well, you exactly what popped well, I guess up for you me. Use your address. Yeah. But so I open up Skip. I'm just doing it live here. Give it a minute to load. It um, is frustrating though because 
I don't want fast food if I'm ordering through Skip or Uber Eats okay, or whatever so either. Here's the order. We have Pizza Express followed by Whale and Ale Pub. Okay, so we have one pub after a pizza place. That right. makes sense. Then Wings Up. Then Wild Wings. Then Twice the Deal Pizza. The closest pub to here is, is it not the Duke of Wellington? It is 100% the Duke of Wellington. What address did you use? Okay, it's based off my address. Yeah. Still, there are pubs closer to me than the Whale and Ale. The Whale and Ale is actually quite far from me. Yeah, it's actually nowhere near you. So this is what drives me nuts is why am I getting pizza places showing up? Why well, am I depends. getting wings like, so places? In my not defending Skip the Dishes because I never Krabby read. Joe's. Um, they, they're a pub and grill. KFC? So so here's, here's the thing. So Pizza Express is a private entity. The reason it probably fell under pubs was the wings. Because they probably sell wings. It's just... It, it's just I mean, so the, you see they, what I mean? Like if I, I know, in, I know. The, if I type in pubs and hit search, I want pubs. Yeah. I don't oh, I want fast food. I understand. Their Something algorithm is broken. Name, I get that. Um, it's just like I think the idea is they classify items. So if you put wings, would probably right go under pubs. Um, what I would also suggest is don't you skip the dishes. <laughs> Fair. Um, if you're gonna pick one of the three, because there's DoorDash as well, always use Uber Eats. I know it's a bigger conglomerate and it's an American company, uh, unlike Skip the Dishes. But unless you've already own, like, let, I would say use up your points on Skip the Dishes right now, and redeem as much as you can. Um, <laughs> not many people have any. It's like twenty five. 100 points to really redeem anything and that's like five bucks that's a lot of money to get to that point yes yeah uber eats has the uber eats pass which gives you free delivery for every order it's ten dollars a month it depends how much you order in the first place for right. me it works as i order at least three times a week if not more um so it gives you that it gives you a discount on their fees yes they have fees in comparison but it pays for the drivers and all that stuff it's a little bit more in my opinion i don't know i'm not a driver but from my point of view as a consumer, it's better off. And it's a better system for the restaurants. Yeah. Um, it still takes the same amount as a skip for the most part. Um, but they have better deals and stuff that they pay for, Uber usually pays for. So the restaurants are still getting their full money, but you're getting a deal from Uber. Gotcha. Right. I'm going to test this out. So I'm in Uber Eats. Sure. I'm typing in pubs. I'm hitting search. And the first thing I get is whale and ale. Okay. So it went from second to first, going from skip to Uber Eats. Still in terms of cl- proximity to your house, though? Yeah. That's so weird. Okay. Um, second up, Molly Blooms. Okay, okay. McMullins, Piper Arms. All I'm getting are pubs. pubs. Okay, now I'm at Chicken Chicken. I don't know what Chicken Chicken is. Neither do I. But it, they got wings, so that's probably why. Um, but see, you're right shop. off the highway. But that is a much improved first five. So yeah, you're right I off the say. expressway in our town so mm. anything's really close to you in a sense it i mean like it still could be oh, 50 it's easy drive. for me to get to no but i meant for, for them drivers to throw totally. something like that so. um but I, I mean technically the closest pub to me is chicago um on i don't really call chicago a pub uh well it's called chicago pub and billiards so yeah. pubs in the i've name. never been there it's but. not good don't go yeah they got they, <laughs> <laughs> okay they got charged for uh over serving somebody who yeah i think they lost their liquor license for a period of time yeah yeah, yeah. it's uh so no, it's right a, off the bat not a odd great uh... that story is weird but yeah. um chicago is more the duke of, a... of wellington says it's closed right now on uber eats <laughs> we are closed right now oh really it's 9 30 yeah, I, I, just... I don't know your hours i'm sorry <laughs> all i didn't realize changed. what time it is but we close at nine on on tuesdays okay. um so 
Speaking of which, our hours are 11 to 9, Sunday to Wednesday. <laughs> Sunday to Tuesday. 11 to 11 for delivery. Prompt and very friendly delivery, might I add. Oh, thank you. Usually we try, by, we try our best. Usually by somebody that I know, which is yeah. awesome. Um, we got on the weekends, you know, you, sh- you should know Dan doing it. And then, like, um, during the uh, week, I think we have uh, the owner's son, Liam. He does a lot of the del- – it's become a very big family business now, which is great. <laughs> it's my it's my every now and then dose of the pub. Exactly, miss, right? That I miss we, so much. The only thing I hate about this thing that's come up with coronavirus for restaurants well, – well, I hate a lot of it. Um, <laughs> the biggest thing I find so confusing is that liquor needs to stop selling at 9. Yeah, Regardless. I don't, I don't really get that. So, like, we can't do any more deliveries, or we can do deliveries for food, but we can't do any liquor sales on our deliveries, which, which was it? such a big thing they introduced yeah. when this thing started, which was great, but... Probably my favorite thing to come out of COVID, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> but it, like, it limits us to a lot of stuff, and, like, I understand the idea is that to, people will just start buying from restaurants and then having parties, but... It just doesn't make any sense. It it, yeah, just, it, it's to limit the the late night crowds that I understand. Were, but like they were happening in the bigger cities, like massive crowds mm. are showing up to these pubs to do their late night traditional I, hangout partying, and that can't happen. But I guess if you're ordering it, like um, my thought process then would be limit the amount that is allowed to be ordered. So you can only order six bottles of Bud yeah. with your takeout. But then you have to, but. Just playing devil's advocate, yep, then what's the sure. point? What do you mean? Because like, because what from a person who works in the industry, you'd want somebody to buy a full case. Well, of course, because yeah. that's where you oh, make your money. A six pack yeah. is not going to get you anything. Six pack is. But I mean, you know what I mean? Again, it's, you as a restaurant, like, would you not just want somebody who would rather order from you because you have any alcohol available versus? Well, none? luckily for us, we were like one of the first that ever had alcohol. For <laughs> but us. this is so what, you know I mean, what I mean. Like, like I like I if I'm somebody who's looking for a meal and alcohol. And I can't get it from you. Like, you know you know what I'm saying? I can't yeah, get yeah. it to you because you, you just can't sell anything. Wouldn't you rather, as the restaurant, be able to just sell one beer with one entree and that gets you the sale? If we're looking at it that way, sure. I mean, it's one of those tricky situations where is it worth the cost of the extra, right? That's kind of what it is. Like, a six-pack costs us five bucks, maybe, mm-hmm. at most. But when we sell it for fourteen, you're giving away all the secrets, man. Uh, those aren't real numbers. Don't take those yeah. into effect. But like, let's but like put say, that in the idea, right? Like, that's, but right. you guys could still order that's a, not a two four, and then just open the two four and. Oh yeah, that's like, what we do. Yeah, I mean, that's what everyone does. <laughs> you buy it in bulk, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I won't give away what we pay for those things because I don't actually really fully know completely. I do, but I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those tricky situations. Like, I'd rather you just buy a bottle. Okay, twist my arm. <laughs> but uh, shucks, I guess I'm having wine tonight. It just well, either I, mean, I won't say don't do it. Don't not buy like buy the six pack. Do it. I won't say don't do it. Right. But because any sale, any like any money is my money. Like yeah. at this point, yeah, yeah. we'll take anything. You want to buy? Yeah. A twenty four. Like you want to buy a two four and and a bag of rice? Do it. We're not gonna say no. You know I'm gonna come and do that now one day, right? I've had it. That's all you're going to buy is I a two love it. Of rice? The yeah. best thing about the Ontario yeah. law right. is that there is no limit to how much you can buy yeah. on delivery. And there is no, and it doesn't say how much you have to spend on food before you buy it. Right. You just have to buy food. Yeah. 
I don't know if this is going to screw us all over in the end by me saying this. I don't know who's going to hear this. but <laughs> No, I mean, and it makes sense. There's lots of places where you don't have to buy food to buy alcohol. Um, that is illegal. No, I, I but... shouldn't. I don't mean here. I mean, like, in the world. Yeah, no, I know what you're um... saying. But, like, I've heard stories of other restaurants at this time doing that in Ontario, and that is super illegal. Yeah, that's super illegal. But in terms of that, I mean, that wouldn't be that surprising if, if it went that way here where you didn't have to buy food with your alcohol. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I really like that we can order alcohol for delivery from a pub. Oh, yeah, it's for sure. probably one of my favorite things. I mean, it's great. If, it's... If, if I can't go to the pub and, and drink at the pub like I normally do, I want the pub to come to me. And that's mm-hmm. what's been happening for the last little while. So it's yeah, pretty sweet. Exactly. Well, I mean, we try to push it as much as we can on our social media. Our social media... Uh, marketing manager whatever you want to call her that sounds about right yeah no does what she can does a great job gets on my nerves sometimes but you know it is what it is she tries to force me into doing things outside of work and i don't want to do so she's definitely listening right now too i hope so i tell her every (laughs) time she needs to listen to this podcast so and then she forces me to listen to it with her and i hate my own voice that's amazing i love that but uh yeah, we're trying our best. I mean, the Duke of Wellington is the Duke of Wellington, so it will hopefully we'll be here forever. Yeah, I hope so too. Yeah. And this just became play, pause, media, and food. Yes. Well, food is a I very mean, is a type of media. Play, play, food, yeah, pause, like, food. Because look yeah. at the Food Network. It's right. There, I will right? never pause food. No. Always play with your food. Ah, excellent. Think about it. Food <laughs> Network's a huge thing. I guarantee yeah. you, many people are watching food cooking hey, things online. Play, play pause or... isn't limited to one thing. Play pause is intentionally ambiguous yeah we put a pause we put a pause on the media and moved on to something else and now we're playing but we're gonna go back to the media for a second oh in november 19th which i should have talked about a while ago but i didn't really really think about it was 10 years since the deathly howls first movie came out oh fun 10 years think about that that's insane that was back when we went to midnight releases and they were actually midnight releases yeah, I know. oh my god not 11 35 yeah and sneaking wendy's in the back door because alex worked at the theater yeah i was not there for those but that that's sounds really fun that's not your thing so i don't think i lived here possibly possibly, possibly. no i worked at the theater and yeah, we all no, lived no, here. yeah 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 10 years ago 2010 uh, no, no we London. were in London. No, were in London. Yeah. yeah, but I moved. To, I when we when I worked at movie theater, we lived here. Yeah, yeah, that was because yeah. I didn't go to college yet. Pre college, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but good anyways, times, yeah, times. ten years. I mean, arguably, <laughs> Deathly Hallows Part One is the best Harry Potter's movie. It's definitely up there. Oh, it's terrific. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, anything with Emma Watson, it's pretty great. So <laughs> that crush will I'm, never die. I'm a How big Draco Malfoy fan myself. Yeah, you should follow him on TikTok. It's pretty popular. I don't have TikTok. I'm too old for that nonsense. Wow, rude. But speaking that's fine. of TikTok, there's a competitor to TikTok. Um, is it, it called it, Click Clock? It, no, it is what <laughs> hosted uh, the Mike Tyson fight on Saturday. Uh, I'm trying to remember what it was called. You can't remember. Is it that much of a competitor? No, I, I don't. I'm not even on TikTok, so <laughs> that should tell you how you much. You should really I get on TikTok, TikTok, guys. It's some interesting worlds out there. I'm not even going to lie. When you send us a video from TikTok, half the time I don't watch it. You should. I always send you gold. <laughs> I would never send you anything horrible. I just can't. I don't know. Something about watching videos. They're not even very long. You've you've already read 20,000 other things before you even watch. You're so right because usually I open our group chats and there's like 62 missed messages. Yeah. 
It's awesome. It, it's so tiny that I can't even find what it was called. There you go. Now. So it doesn't matter. But they were like advertising it like crazy. It's a Quibi because that was great. No. <laughs> <laughs> Quibi. What a what a ruined I idea. I legitimately can't find it. I'm so like. Vine 2.0. Oh, Vine was great. Yeah. Vi- you know what? And here's the um, hypocrisy in me. Hypocrisy? Is that the word? We'll go with it. I loved Vine. Yeah, well, well, it's exactly the same thing. Just this one has taken a, a different generation. So Vine was more of our generation, yeah. I'd say. The whole new generation has taken over TikTok. And, and it's a little... There is a lot of weird crap on TikTok. Don't get me wrong. There's also a lot of, like, just stuff I'm not interested in. Oh, there's in tons of seeing. stuff. That's why you just keep scrolling. Yeah, But I there are a so. lot of dogs on there, and I love it. <laughs> ah, here we go. It is called Triller. Never heard of it. Don't want it. R I L. Actually, I think I've actually heard of it. I've actually think I've heard of it. Really? I'm just gonna load up the web page here. Triller. Go Triller.co, and this is a you do you create share connect. Um, yeah, this is uh, they're they're trying to be the next TikTok. Maybe um, they'll be allowed to operate in America. Who knows? I mean, TikTok is still in America, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think it's yeah, They're never extended. going anywhere. There was, because... there was that whole thing, but I don't think it... Uh, also, well, uh, I think this anywhere. weekend, they're going to stop downloads happening. Mm. Whatever that means. Um, but uh, they were supposed to ban it. And then an American company came in and bought TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. right. So, and I put quote air quotes there. Yeah. So, uh, that's how it didn't get elite, become illegal yeah. anymore. So there's also uh, Spotify announced they're going to start having like the equivalent of Instagram stories for like celebrities and whatnot in Spotify. They've already had some actually. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen a couple because uh, I I follow or whatever the Throwback Thursday mm-hmm. Spotify playlist, mm-hmm. which is usually pretty awesome. I'm not going to lie. And recently I, I, got, I think it was last week. It usually renews um, on Thursdays. And last week it was the Jewel you guys remember Jewel from yep. like 1992? Yep, yep. um, she was on the. Uh, never mind. Yeah, it was <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I can't was... remember the person <laughs> I was thinking of. She was on a roast like two or three years ago, and I just couldn't remember the person who she who was the roast for. I think it was actually. I hope I it was... was Bruce Willis. Oh, that's awesome. He's either Bruce Willis or uh, Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. I knew it was one of them. Both are awesome. But yeah, it was her like throwback Thursday playlist. And it was actually pretty sweet because I think um, like a lot of it was like early 90s stuff and and whatnot. So it was pretty sweet. But I was just confused as to why it was Jewel, to be honest. Yeah. I didn't know she was still a I thing. Yeah. Forgot until you brought her up. Yep, exactly. Yep. Some was. of the songs in her playlist were hers too, which is probably intentional. It's probably part well, of the yeah, thing. But I also get, thought it was kind of funny. The only way to convince an artist to do something is to be able to promote themselves. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's right? why they, they agree to 100%. It in the first place. But uh, going back to the stories thing, sorry. In uh, The reason I knew it was that was because the little circle where like her face, her picture was or whatever, what looked like an Instagram story. It had like the thing around it. You could click on it and watch some. I didn't click on it, to be perfectly honest, because I didn't care that much. But. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. And I haven't seen another one since, but yeah. Spotify Stories. Spotify Stories, yeah. Um, I guess the the last little uh, tidbit I wanted to share before we'll shut this thing down. Um, I have been playing around with the new Apple Silicon-powered MacBook Air. Um, it's the first computer I've been I've used 
that's had less than 16 gigs of RAM in probably six years. So shame on you, Apple, for still shipping computers with less than 16 gigs of RAM because Chrome after three tabs are open basically wants to eat up all of your RAM. Um, but I used it for work uh, today from 9 a.m. till 5 p.m. Um, starting with a 90% charge. I did not plug it in once and I still had uh, about 10% left at 5 p.m. today, which is unheard of for a laptop that like I was taking, I took six video calls today, uh, ranging from half an hour to an hour each. Um yeah, that's crazy. constantly connected online. Like, there was no offline usage. Brightness was typically, you know, eighty to a hundred percent. Really, really impressive uh, for a laptop. I know there's a lot of uh, a lot of skepticism that Apple was going to be able to pull this off. App compatibility seems to be working okay, considering they've moved away from Intel um, on this like totally new platform to desktop users. Like, really impressive. I'm like shocked how yeah. well it's going i have quite a bit more testing i need to do still before we'll be comfortable with like deploying these computers throughout um uh, shopify but yeah i mean if shopify wants to you know sponsor this podcast they're more than welcome <laughs> give, give me a laptop and let me test it out and i don't know i'll make a good review about it nice i mean we wouldn't uh, shopify wouldn't give you a laptop we don't make laptops but <laughs> no but you know they can they find one for you give me the laptop so i can review something they make on their website and do you even know what thing. we make <laughs> yes i understand what you are you're an e-commerce website i get it it took me a really 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 long time to and that's understand what i'm saying what if they give me the laptop to build something on it and build with it i can see how it works with the new mac system from a novice point of view i'm just saying <laughs> there is a market for it and we can pull it off but we won't know until you let me try <laughs> <laughs> we'll just start uh the the novice challenge and we'll see how far you can get with the equipment you have to making a store and getting your first sale Ooh, i think that needs to come after the first one <laughs> but that just has getting... to come after the and... you got to compare to the you got to do the top first and then the low model and getting the first sale doesn't really matter in terms of computer capabilities so oh i was just seeing if alex could make a sale Probably. What product he would come up with and what he would try to market. I would actually love to see that. Oh, I got so many ideas. <laughs> but no, that's actually, that's that's really cool that uh, the Mac thing is like working really well. Yeah, like again, tons of skepticism. They made a lot of bold but very generic claims. We talked about it, I think, on our first podcast, um, how like Apple was saying like two times the performance, two times the battery life, blah, blah, blah. Um, Compared fast, to Faster something. processor than any other pc on the market it, like all this kind of stuff a lot of bold um, claims like, all the graphs two times faster than the leading the comparison yeah the leading but brand. they never specified was the who brand. they never specified what they were comparing against the graphs were, oh, yeah. were no, all they would just numberless say it was, and title just two times faster it would just be 2x faster and right. it was what? just like then what? Than what? Like, like, and what and now you're like fluff. now you're like oh faster than but everything here's the thing like the benchmarks are proving that these like they these are the low-end Apple computers. The high-end is still all Intel. They haven't replaced their high-end okay, devices yet, okay. but all of their entry to mid-levels have been now replaced with Apple Silicon, the M1 chip. Um, basically, if you buy an, a Mac Mini, a MacBook Air, or a MacBook Pro 13-inch right now, you're getting essentially the same guts. Um, what's cool about the MacBook Air is there's no fan. So this thing was silent my entire day. Like Usually, if I'm on a video call, the fan's cranking. You could hear it on the mic. This thing was silent. It wasn't even hot to touch. Damn. Like that's it was pretty cool. It was like 
and this is the thing. This is what's important to Apple. They don't need the power and the compatibility for games because that's never been their focus. Their focus is productivity and for work. And that they are actually killing it. So well done, Apple. I'm I'm enjoying it so far. I still have to get my hands on a MacBook Pro. That's you know going to be coming in due time. But the Air so far has been my primary work device for a couple days now. It's it's really impressive. I mean, when that air, you're done with that air, I mean, I have a place for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Just putting it out there. Nice, nice. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Steph, thanks for coming down, joining us for the podcast. Thanks for having um, me. As always, we record these every Tuesday. I think this is a thing now. Should uh, be. So <laughs> We're going to try to get them out weekly. Anything you need to plug there, Stephanie? Um, No. Deep Trekker Robots, I guess, is where I work now, and they're pretty cool. So I'll plug that. Check out Deep Trekker Robots. Well, it's just Deep Trekker. I don't know why I threw robots. Oh. I mean, they are robots, but. Ah. Yeah, and they, they literally make robots that go underwater. So yeah, yeah, it's pretty If sweet. you are in need of a robot that goes underwater, <laughs> We've check got out a few. Deep Trekker. Yeah. I mean, it's better than me going underwater. Jesus. Anyways, <laughs> that's the point. Well, we'll end it there because I don't know where I was going with that one. So anyways, so much, we'll see everybody. you guys next week. Bye. Bye.